Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, you, you. So I'm super excited today for this episode and to have on this beautiful woman in front of me right now, Kelly. She is here to share her energy with us. And before I even get into podcast episode and introducing Kelly and talking to her, I just want to say that the main reason, like when I felt super uh, activated to bring her on the show. It was really just because if you you have to check out her Instagram, which we're going to go into all of her handles, but she just has this energy um, within her, I can say Instagram container, but really just this energy within her Instagram. That's really something I don't see anymore. (laughs) And it's just like more of this like slow energy, like living healthy, holistically and with her beautiful family. And so I invite you all to definitely check her out on all of her social media, which we will be sure to put all of the handles in the show notes and at the end of this episode. So welcome to the She's God podcast. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You're so welcome. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you on. Um, cannot wait to talk about you and like what you do and what you bring because like I said, anytime I'm feeling like my life is in a little bit of a rat race and I'm kind of like going, I love going to your Instagram and just like seeing you do your thing in your Instagram stories and in your life and sort of being part of energetically sort of being a piece of or a part of what you call a sacred slowdown. So what I want to start off though, is just by asking to please just tell us a little bit about yourself and like, what was your upbringing? We would love to know. Hi, my name's Kelly (laughs) and I grew up in the Midwest. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I grew up in a big, beautiful Catholic family and, you know, lived a suburban kind of standard American diet life full of playing all sorts of sports and being really engaged in Girl Scouts and all the things. Just a really busy childhood. Very, I just, I felt very loved, very supported. However, there's definitely just this disconnect, I think, emotionally. The upbringing that I had, I just did not feel... And I think this is common for so many of us. I just didn't feel really at home in my body. I didn't feel secure and for a lot of reasons. And so that's all stuff that I've been unpacking 
over the last many, many years. And yeah, life, I guess most people would say I, I was kind of like the anomaly in my family because I chose a sort of a different trajectory than a lot of people. I knew from a very early age that I wanted to have this vision. I was going to be like the next Diane Fossey. And I remember going to my college counselor and her, her being like, so what do you want to major in? I was like, I don't know. I just want to study primates in the rainforest. So you can, you, you can just tell me what, what do I need to do? And, um, and so, yeah, I was the first one to ever in my family to ever leave the country. I just signed up for a, like a course to go to Nicaragua. I put it all on a credit card card, figured out how to get my own passport when I was in college to do like a primate field course and gave my parents just, you know, so much stress. I can just remember just being like, it's okay. Like I got it. So that was it, it for me, it just seemed normal. Now looking back on it, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, nope. You know, people don't just do that typically, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to study to be a nurse or I'm going to go and do whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go into the rainforest. <laughs> So, um, that, that had to, that had to be so nerve wracking for them. (laughs) I think it was now I hear stories about it and I'm like, Oh gosh, I was so, you know, in my twenties, didn't think anything of it. I was just doing what my heart called me to do. And I just, you know, opportunities presented themselves and I was like, sure, (laughs) I'll do that. And from there I ended up being able to go to Madagascar and I ended up in graduate school and, um, yeah, all of these kind of doors kept opening in my life. You know, it's just so fascinating how we get to where we are because I have you have a vision for your life and where you're going. And now where I'm at is nowhere near where I thought I was going. It's exactly how where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, how did you get to, I mean, this interest in like primates and traveling to like what you do now. One thing I will say is the through line seems to be like you just seem to follow your heart and like what it is that you feel your soul is calling you to do. So how did you get on the path that you are now in the holistic health sort of field and life that you live now? Yeah, well, I think it definitely began in those adventures I had in the rainforest studying the primates and connecting with people who lived a life completely different from my own. I was just so naive, really innocent. And I definitely had, you know, it's like probably your typical early 20 year old just thought I you know, had a pretty good grasp on the way the world worked. And, and it was just a really profound experience for me to be not only in this incredible nature, um, but with people who lived very differently from the way I did. And so when I came back from, I actually, I was after my, and my second trip to Madagascar, I found out I was pregnant with my first son. It was an unexpected pregnancy really early on in our marriage. And it was truly, I think, through my experience of um, just pregnancy and then giving birth that I really suddenly felt this deep connection to my body in a way that I never had before. And I can just remember, I can remember that moment of nursing him and just having all of a sudden this download that I am like connected to every other mammal in this world that nurses their baby this way. You know, it was just like, it's weird. Like you don't, I actually grew up in, when I grew up, I I would, I have this memory of seeing a woman nursing her baby and being horrified. Like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? Cause we were all bottle fed, you know, it was just not 
something that was in my sphere, but I knew it was very clear to me. Like I knew that this was, you know, I had, we had a, a natural birth and even just that experience of being giving birth. And, and it was very clear to me, like, wow, a lot of most women don't give birth in the way that I gave birth. And I had the midwives in the hospital and the doulas and the people were just, they would come up to me after the birth, like, wow, your birth was so amazing. <laughs> and it was so profound. And I just, it was just one of those moments where I was like, wow, people don't, what people typically experience, like we're, we're so disconnected from our bodies that, that even that was like, oh my gosh, this is so, you're so, this is so different. And so that was really my first touch into being like, this, this body is incredible. And then just through mothering and parenting and wanting to nourish my children and yeah, that whole, this whole experience of being with them and wanting to them to be as healthy and invi- as vibrant as possible is really what continued me and my husband along this path of living a holistic life. Well, I can tell you that just from watching your Instagram, I get inspired because I see the way that you guys live with your holistic eating and the juicing that you do and the farm life and glow from the inside that like you and your family have. And I'm like, wow, like this is just, you could just sense that it's different. It's not something that you see all of the time. And it's certainly not the way most people live. So it's very, very, very encouraging and inspiring. and. What what does it look like in a day in the life of Heart Centered Homestead, which is the name of your business? Every day is different. Uh, if you ask my children, it would be really curious, you know, what they would say. But for me, every day is just waking up and trying to, like, my goal is just to stay connected. I feel like, and this has certainly happened to me, and it's like I've been recently just it's been like a reclamation of coming back into touch with um, the sacredness and stillness in life. And so every day, my goal is just, you know, there's so much to navigate. I have four children, I live on a homestead, I have a variety of different animals on our homestead and, and gardens and my homeschool, you know, there's just so many moving pieces. And I have, you know, my own business that and then my husband has his own business and we're we're co creating with each other and with our community. And so there's so many moving pieces. And it's so easy to feel lost and overwhelmed with all of it. And my husband and I used to joke, like, all we wanted was a simple life. <laughs> like, that was kind of the, the inspiration. You know, we wanted to just have this simple, slow life. But in reality, you know, there's a reason why people stopped living in this way and that it's not simple. There's a lot to learn. And it's, it's work, you know, but it's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's truly sacred. And for me, every day is just trying to is, is staying anchored in that that sacredness of life. And even though there's appointments and there's meals and there's dishes and there's calls and, you know, different things we're doing every single day, it's having this this format, right? Knowing what needs to get done in a given day, but then allowing the time and space in between to just be. And like today to go out and my son, after we did some lessons, like, hey, can I shoot soccer balls on you? And my daughter was like, I want to come you to come over here and get, she has a a saddle that she put on our propane tank, which is just so, so fun. She wanted to show me how to sit on it. And I was just, even in those moments, like, thank goodness, it would be so easy for me to say, oh my gosh, I have to go get ready for this, or the, the, the sink is full of dishes or whatever, you know, but it was like, 
no, yeah, sure, show me. Like, and just trying my hardest to be able to say yes and be in the flow of supporting all of the people that come into my life, you know, whether whether it's my children or neighbors or whoever, and just being open to the connection because I truly feel like we all have this sacred connection with each other and we all come into each other's life for a reason. And so it's like trying to start the day grounded and the day grounded <laughs> and the, the middle of the day is just like it flows between chaos and like just simple beauty and, and and sometimes it can get hard. Yesterday I had a hard day and I, you know, I told my husband, I'm like, I haven't really lost it like that in a while, but like I got kind of ugly, you know, like I had, I had a little bit of a temper tantrum yesterday. And then there's like the grace and the love that comes with it. Like I'm human too. And I find so much solace and I'm showing my children how to be human, how to lose it sometimes, how to apologize, how to reconnect. You know, like it's not, it didn't derail my day. It was okay. So my question, I was thinking about like how, cause you're, I mean, a mother to four children, which is wow. Wow. Like that's so, you don't hear of that very much anymore. And so it's just really cool. That's another thing that's really inspiring about watching you guys is just to see how there is that continual effort to ground, to bring back the ways that used to be into modern day life in that sort of sacred slowdown energy. So what do you feel? What is the sacred slowdown for you? For me, it's really connecting with our hearts with each other because it's so easy to get bogged down and with with all the things that it's like the, the small things, which, yeah, you need to kind of, you know, keep track and keep tracking everybody and how, how you know, how do you support them? How do you, what do they need? All these things. Um, but at the end of the day, if, if that's all I'm focusing on, which I think it's kind of easy for us moms to get that way, and I'm not connecting to my children or my partner or myself um, from this place, from seeing us all on our own unique journey and just being curious and about that, then it's just it doesn't flow. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. And so it's just with the, with the kids, especially, well, no, with my husband too, with my partner, it's, I just didn't grow up with this awareness. It, it was more of this authoritarian, authoritarian um, perspective on raising a child and you kind of just have to keep them safe and give them their education. And then they kind of go off and do their thing. And um, for me, I just, I see my relationship with my children and my partner and all my, my, you know, my friends, my community is in just a very different way. And I love this vision of us all kind of walking each other home. And I, I see my children as such unique beings, and I'm not here to control them in any way. I'm just here really to help them and encourage them to be free and, and of course, give them guidance and boundaries and along the way. And it's an everyday navigation and struggle, but it's, I feel like for me, it's the most important thing. Yeah. And especially with with the, how fast paced the world is today and all the media. I have, I have two older sons that are teenagers and, you know, they built their own computers and they have their phones. And it's it's such a it's such a struggle to stay to navigate that in a way that feels like incoherence with what we want and the lifestyle we're trying to create. But then, you know, and then there's this realization that they're their own unique being and they're on their own journey. And so staying connected to them from a heart space 
and um, supporting them in that way and this bigger vision of their life and is is what keeps me, yeah, it just what keeps me grounded. <laughs> what are your deeper beliefs that sort of drive your purpose work that you do within your home and through heart-centered homestead? Yeah, I have three main core beliefs and that's all life is sacred. Like kind of we're all connected. We're all one. We're all sacred. That our bodies are just living, breathing miracles. And they're so often just forsaken and taken for granted. And it's just so clear to me how incredibly beautiful and wise our bodies are. And they need to be treated with the utmost reverence and respect. And then the third one is our dreams. I, I've, I've always been a dreamer and like through life have been sort of taught that you know, I'm, I'm living with rose colored glasses on that, oh, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too, really to kind of belittle my dreams and just to be grateful for what I have. And, and, and I'm just, I feel so strongly that if you dream it, you're meant for it. And, and so one of my biggest inspirations is to get people feeling so good in their bodies, (laughs) and so anchored in the sacredness of all life, and in their vision for their life and in their dreams that they see it as something that's possible because we're so powerful. We've just lost connection with how powerful and sacred we all are, which is why I'm so attracted to you and to this podcast. I love it. And so those are my three biggest anchors right there. Just the life is sacred. Your body is a miracle and your dreams are meant for you. I love all of that so much. And that's like literally the core of what I see when, when I'm like, watching you guys and like seeing what you're doing. It's so cool. So I want to know what are some of the services you offer because you do live this beautiful life and I I love everything that you do like in the world like you know I'm like a huge fan of like how you operate I'm like oh my god that's so interesting I was telling you before how I mean even watching you on your stories like you're like you know knitting by candlelight and stuff like like little things like that are so cool to me I'm like I like what like where did that go in the world you know like where did like these more simple ways of being like where did that energy go so it's really cool to see you do this and I would love to know how is it that you sort of share this energy with other people through the services that you offer. Yeah, thank you for asking that. I feel like we all intuitively crave a slower pace. Like I find myself following people on social media like that, that I think embody kind of the life I envision and do it way better than I do, right? Like we all see how everyone else is. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all crave, like intuitively crave a slower pace and a more connected life. It's just like we've forgotten. We've forgotten and then we see glimpses of it and we're like, ooh, that looks really nice. Like that seems like it'd be really nourishing. I want to do that. And I I even just had this experience recently with family where they would see just what I was eating, you know, I was traveling and then they'd be like, how do you, how do you eat that way? I don't, you know, like you, you almost can't imagine it unless you just see it. And so what has just been coming through me and through my husband is helping people get back in touch with our bodies with kind of that slower pace with really being intuitively in touch with what your body needs and desires and and really developing a trust with your body because we can we can go into it later if we want to just just everything we've been through and just massive distrust that's been and disconnect that's happened with our bodies 
for a long time. And so we've just been so inspired to help people reconnect with their bodies through food, through nourishment, through drinking clean water and working with frequency and, and mindset. And so what we offer is through all those different modalities is trying to get back into like that, that root foundation of connecting with our body. And then from there, feeling more at home and at ease and just the, the layers and gro of growth and transformation where you can just continue to connect in with your purpose, connect in with why you're here on your own journey of like personal growth and discovery. It's just, it just keeps opening up more and more doors as we work with our body. And so my husband's a regenerative health practitioner. I was hoping he could be here and kind of tune in a little bit, but he, he isn't able to be here today. But he and I co-create and work together and we guide people through 30-day health transformations. And it's not just like a 30-day like diet or anything like that. It's um, really 30 days is just the beginning. And for us, it's a lifestyle, but it's just a way to get people back in touch with their bodies by giving our bodies such rich, nourishing foods in the forms of like superfood shakes and amino acids and herbs that support our gut health and help our body to detox, herbs that help us clean up our digestive system and just really anti rich antioxidants with like tart cherries juice that helps us like support our kidneys and our filtrations and our, re our regeneration of our cells. And so we support people with a specific protocol for 30 days. And my husband can support people even deeper through other things that he works with, but people specifically for like, he'll, he'll do like a, a deeper health consultation where he can support deeper detox um, for anyone who has just other, you know, deeper issues going on. Um, but this is a great place to start. And then throughout those 30 days, we work with supporting people with dietary shifts. You know, food is such an emotional thing. And so we work with people to just kind of clean up our diet, give ourselves a break from foods that we know aren't really serving us, focus on eating like low inflammatory diet, like get that inflammation out and clear up, clear up like all the brain fog and being tired and all, all the different things that people experience, maybe caffeine addiction or drinking, you know, drinking or eating things that you know don't serve you. It's just an opportunity and we'll, we support people with like recipes and meal plans and then meeting weekly and talking about things that will help support our just overall health, like understanding regenerative health, understanding the way the body works, understanding the connection between how our food is grown and how the food makes us feel. Also, we've been really interested recently in working with just mindset and figuring out really good ways to help change your thoughts and change your mindset because we all know how important mindset is but it's just like you can get stuck like how do we how do we do this work so we've been getting extra training figuring out how to help support people and, and mindset and helping to raise your vibration change your frequency and so we love to educate and bring in like guest speakers and working with people like this net we're going to be doing a 30-day container starting at the end of February where we're going to be bringing in someone to talk about breath work and it's just really exciting we love supporting people just sort of that getting to the root level physical health but then like it up levels all other aspects of your health so that, that's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing I do. And in addition to, we work locally with local farmers. We have a fruit a fruit community and, and produce community where we work with local farmers and to try to bring fresh, organic, local produce to people. We also host workshops and like community events. 
from our little homestead where we just, my husband teaches uh, like fermentation workshops and I teach people how to make like organic living pies and um, chocolates and herbal treats. And basically the, the, the root is just getting back in touch with all the amazing gifts the earth provides and then doing it in community and supporting each other in community. What do you hope people get from working with you guys? But my biggest hope when I really feel into it is that feeling of connectedness that we're never alone that mm, you know the world can be a really divisive and dark place and whether it's with our neighbors whether it's with you know other countries whether you know it's just like and there's so many levels of the divisiveness and then it's also within our within ourselves and within our bodies and so my biggest hope and I think I could speak for Justin too is that people can come back into completeness and knowing that through all like the disconnect or the disharmony or the the differences that we all have or the trauma or struggles that you've had in your life um that we're all whole and we're all on this sacred journey in life together and there's something really holy about that and to to just be able to get back in touch and have a little bit more reverence for everything, whether it's the dishes you're doing, the food you're eating, the relationships you're in, how you think about so and so, or, you know, on all the different levels, things to just be able to be more open and more loving and more in a place in your body where you feel like you can handle this. Like you are your own alchemist. My husband says that and I love it. <laughs> you, you were made to be here. And this this physical body is is housing this beautiful soul that's on a journey and if we can treat it with this the sacredness that it is we can come from a place where we are just in our more, in our more relaxed nervous systems more deeply connected and able to really get activated on what we're actually here to do and not get lost in all the other stuff Hmm. I love that so much. And that totally embodies the sacred slowdown that you, you embody and that you show us through the work that you do and through your IG and all of it. So thank you so much. How can people find you? How can they work with you? Um, yes, you can find me on Instagram. And I have it's heart centered homestead on Instagram with little periods in between heart period centered period homestead. I also have a website that you can find on my link tree on my Instagram page. So you can connect with me there. I have a newsletter you can sign up for. Yes. I invite everyone to check out Kelly. We're going to link everything below in the show notes, her IG and her link tree and website and all of the things that you can just click with one button to, to see this work that I'm really excited about. So Kelly, thank you so, so much for coming on today. Yay. Thank you so much for all of your love and support. I, I've just been such an honor to go deeper with you. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you.